2019 fire scorched 90 acres behind the National Museum of Wildlife Art on the outskirts of Jackson. KHOL's Emily Cohen has a story on how volunteers with the Teton Botanical Garden are now working to restore 20 of those acres, partly in an effort to better understand post-fire restoration. Over the remainder of October, volunteers will be installing 5,000 plants as part of a new garden that aims to educate museum visitors about the habitat and ecology of the greater Yellowstone region. Trevor Bloom of the nonprofit Teton Botanical Garden guides us through the new installation that begins just behind the restaurant palette and extends for about a quarter mile along the existing sculpture trail. You go from palette, which is wildflower meadow, through an aspen grove into a sagebrush step, into another aspen grove by the Herb Alpert um, statues, along another sagebrush step and wildflower meadow area into another aspen grove, and then the pollinator garden is all the way at the north end of the sculpture trail where there's a wolf and a wild rose bush, and the pollinator garden kind of sim symbolically then extends into the natural zone. The garden reflects the natural habitats found in Teton County. Habitats that change based on elevation and water availability. Raylene McCalman of the nonprofit Teton Botanical Garden says that this design is intentional. Well, if you notice driving through Teton County, depending on the elevation, depending on the water supply, um, you're going to be finding very different plants. So down here at the, the Elk Refuge, there's a riparian area, there's a lot of water, it's um, mainly grasslands uh, and with the meandering stream through here. But as soon as you cross the highway, there's no water. And so what you see is a sagebrush step. Um, this is more natural for the arid areas of Wyoming where there isn't as much water, but where we happen to be standing right here, which is right next to an aspen grove, um, this is uh, an artificial installation right here, but it does mimic what we would see at a higher elevation, cooler temperatures with more water. The garden is partly a study area, a way for scientists to learn more about post-fire restoration. It's also a way to demonstrate the benefits of native plants. And in a hotter and drier world, that's a good thing, according to McCalman. There's an assumption that native wild plants are, can take care of themselves. And the important thing to note is that they do require a little bit of care in the beginning, which is why we're dependent upon the irrigation. But once they're established, they actually take much less care than a manicured landscape. Um, they take less water. They take less weeding. You're, you, you're just not putting in the same number of inputs into a, a native plant landscape as you would one of the more manicured lawns and um, mulched gardens, those kinds of things. The museum plans to debut an installation with interpretive signs as well as an audio tour in both English and Spanish next spring. Until then, there are volunteer planting days throughout the remainder of October. To get involved before the long Teton winter sets in, contact Trevor Bloom at trevor.bloom at tnc.org. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson Hole Community Radio.